Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. This is your host, Dan Hansen, and as per usual, I got two disclaimers for you. Disclaimer number one is this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Disclaimer number two is this podcast is extremely not safe for work, so please consider yourself warned. So last night I went to a book club hosted by the CFA Society of Chicago, and the book in question is Financier, the Biography of Andre Meyer by Carrie Reich. And uh, let's get right down to it. So Andre Meyer, he was born in France. He was a middle-class guy. He was uh, kind of an up-and-coming investment banker. He was able to leverage that success into a, uh, a career marriage to Bella Lehman. Lehman. Lehman, I think it is. So Bella Lehman, who was, of course, uh, was, she was the youngest and most beautiful daughter of uh, the Lehman brother family. The, you know, of course, the prominent investment firm, Lehman Brothers. And so she was kind of like the key to high society for Andre Meyer. And so he was able to leverage that and his, uh, his own success into a position at Lazard Paris. And so he became very successful and wealthy there. And he was riding high until it all came crashing down. And a little war called World War II happened. And fortunately, Andre Meyer saw the war coming. He was able to move his family first to the West Coast, then to Spain, then to Brazil, I believe, then to, uh, finally to America. But in America, he had to start all over again. Um, he still had his money. He's, his family was safe, and he had his money uh, because, you know, he, he, like I said, he saw the war coming, so he was able to get his money out of France in time. But he had, uh, he had to start all over again from the perspective he didn't know anyone. That, that vast network of contacts he had built in France just didn't do him any good in America. And if he was a fish out of water in Paris, which he was, he was new money, he didn't know how to dress, he didn't know how to talk, he was socially awkward, etc. Uh, in America, it was, you know, twofold, right? Tenfold. Because now he was a war refugee. Okay. But he, uh, he so he was depressed for a little while, but then he got himself back on the, back on the hog, as, as they say. And he went to work at uh, Lazard, New York. And he was successful there. And that's uh, really where the story could end, because that's the only interesting part of his story, quite honestly. Uh, years later, he does become a financial advisor to the Kennedys, and I'm a big Kennedy fan, of at least the, the ones that are all dead, none of the living ones particularly, but uh, the ones that are dead. And so that part was interesting to me. His part with the LBJ administration was somewhat interesting. But uh, in between... It's really just a big black void which takes up most of the book. And what I mean by a big black void is just an endless parade of inconsequential business dealings. He bought a company for $5 million, sold it for $20 million. Wash your hands and repeat. Like, okay. And just not, not educational for me, not interesting for me. Uh, for other people, perhaps it would be, but not for me. Um, on the more personal level, he was a despicable human being. He was just... The way he let it, lived his life was just uh, bloodless, joyless, uh, lifeless. He, all he cared about was money. And he didn't even enjoy the money. He had no hobbies. He'd go to sleep at 10. He'd wake up at 4. He'd just work all day. He'd work the weekends. He'd work on vacation. And he'd be furious when the people wouldn't do that too. And speaking of being furious, he was always furious. He was always yelling at uh, secretaries, uh, you know, employees, of course, uh, clients, potential clients, uh, partners, partners in name only typically except for one exception. Uh, his family had a loveless relationship with his wife. Uh, he cheated on her. She cheated on him. With his kids, his grandkids, they didn't really want much to do with him. Uh, he didn't have any friends. It was just you know, business partners, people that he would use and they would use him. 
And that was his pursuit in life. And so his character is just your Ebenezer Scrooge. Except at least Ebenezer Scrooge had redeeming qualities. This guy is just a cartoon cutout, evil capitalist. And the, it, he would be a boring antagonist in any story. Um, but in here, like he's your main subject and there's, there's just, he doesn't have any sort of arc. There's no supporting cast to kind of be his foil. He didn't have like a partner that was like his foil and like the dynamic of them working off each other. There was nothing like that. Um, and I understand that like a character doesn't have to be likable to be interesting. I mean, you know, Saddam Hussein isn't likable, but I've read one of his bios and it was at least interesting because it was an interesting story. Whereas this guy's story like aside from the part I've already been over was not interesting. It was just buy a company, sell a company, buy a company, sell a company, mergers and acquisitions over and over again. And in my mind, it didn't really never, it never really got into enough detail on any one business dealing for you to actually like learn uh, much about how he had his financial success. It was just more like an autistic exposition dump of minutia in, uh, in my opinion. Um, some things I liked, uh, and I guess I never really explained why I didn't like the, the character. I think I just kind of, you might just take my word for it that he wasn't a good guy, but I should probably back up with some things. So, uh, I'll give you an example of how petty this guy was. So he had this employee that wanted to quit. Um, and Andre Meyer threatened to blackball him over town. You'll never work in wall street again. And the guy was like, well, I'm just going to quit anyway. So he, he just couldn't take the abuse. So he quit. And 10 years later, he saw Andre Meyer again and just said, hey, hey, what's up? And this guy had been successful. And Andre Meyer was furious that this guy had been successful without him. Okay? Or another example is a partner, again, partner name only, was on vacation. And Andre Meyer calls him up, but he can't be reached because he's not by a phone. So Andre Meyer sends for an airplane to pick this guy up, his partner, and fly this guy 50 miles so he can call Andre Meyer back. And Andre Meyer, all he has to say is, Oh yeah, I got something important to tell you when you get back on Tuesday. Like that was it. It was just a method of control for this guy. Andre Meyer, it was all about control. Like no relationship was actually about loving and caring another human being. It was all about what can this guy do for me? I am going to control this human being. I'm going to own this human being. Um, let's see. Uh, like I said, the Kennedy financial advisory stuff, like that that interested me and yeah, and, and then the guy died, and you don't know who he is. He's just another another name lost in time. Just a, just a, a pointless existence as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, that's, I, I don't really have much more to say. We're only on seven minutes. On the back of the book, uh, under critical praise for the book, uh, there's a quote by Andrew Tobias, who has a book I do recommend, uh, the only investment book you'll ever need. Hyperbolic for sure, but I still recommend it. Uh, Andrew Tobias says, a first-rate biography of an extraordinary man. Well, first off, this book is not first-rate. It is uh, extremely dull. I'm not, I'm not sure if the word dull is dull enough to explain how dull this book is. And uh, two, the word extraordinary, extraordinary. If we strip all positive connotation from the word extraordinary, then perhaps yes. He is, uh, if extraordinary just means not ordinary, then sure, he was a millionaire that is not ordinary, therefore he is extraordinary. But in uh, any typical usage of the word, uh, that would not be the word I would choose. What do they call him? The Picasso of banking? 
Yeah, if Picasso was a fucking lifeless retard. I mean, the guy wasn't a retard. I mean, the guy was brilliant. But I, it's just, no, I, I think I've made my point. Um, I don't know if I have anything else to add. Other than uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this book was not enjoyable. I didn't have too much to say on the book, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I am part of that book club, so every month you can expect a, a book review, hopefully more interesting next time. Last time was Andrew Lowe's Adaptive Market Hypothesis, if you haven't listened to that. That one was uh, a better episode, I believe. And then let's see on Twitter. I finally have a follower. Shout out to Dan Arkey. Dan Arkey one. Thanks, Dan Arkey one. So if you want to be a Twitter follower number two, be sure to check me up at, at Hanson Asset on Twitter. My blog is uh, hansonasset.blogspot.com. And uh, yeah. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening. This has been Dan Hansen with How Not to Suck the Stocks. Adios.